The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. It's a pickings for 41 yards. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Let's go back to the games. We've got the Jaguars at the Steelers, and this line has fluctuated just a little bit. Currently, it is the Jaguars' two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in Pittsburgh. That's mighty interesting. The total here is 41. Joe, I mentioned one teaser leg that I find mighty appealing earlier in the show. Is this another one? Yeah, but I'm thinking more about the side. And it's like, how many times are we going to go to this well? How many times are we going to mention Mike Tomlin as an underdog? But the thing is, it cashes so often. And now it's one of these special circumstances where he hits at a higher rate. It's a home underdog. I liked what I saw out of the receivers, Deontay uh, Johnson with his return uh, he didn't practice yesterday. I don't think that's a big thing. I think it's just getting him some extra rest. Um, but obviously pay close attention to the injury report. I don't know if people expected this, but Jaguars Steelers is a matchup of top 10 defenses. Like, yeah, you expect it on the Pittsburgh side, but do you expect it on the Jacksonville side? Um, it's, it's only Steelers for me. This is only a Steelers play. And assuming that he's healthy, I would look, take a look at Deontay Johnson. At over 51 and a half. I thought the number would be a little bit higher than what we've seen after all the buzz of him and his return. He goes five for 79. Uh, again, I'm on repeat, but there are so many things up in the air here. Top cornerback Tyson Campbell was limited in practice yesterday for the Jaguars. So if he's out, I will be taking a look at some of these receivers, including including Johnson. Uh, Zay Jones not been practicing. That's not a surprise. We haven't seen him. Extra rest for Trevor Lawrence. A week and a half ago, the, the thought was, hey, this guy might not even play. Well, he goes out there and he's a leading rusher for the Jaguars. So I think he's just fine and uh, he'll look even better. But yeah, it, it's just a Steelers spot. And if you don't trust that, Oh, really? Think somebody's going to Pittsburgh and winning by double digits? No chance. 
yeah, it's a great teaser. I agree. I was looking at the first half under 20 and a half. Both of these defenses are so good and it's not even the lowest total on the board. So I'm looking under here and you cannot play a close game against Mike Tomlin in this Steelers team. And I do expect this game to be close. So I just lean Steelers here. I love Mike Tomlin. Um, Trevor Lawrence needs a score in the red zone. They are, I think they're heading into their bye, right? Yeah. And then they've got the Niners, the Jags do. So the Jags are in a bit of a dis- desperate spot. I mean, they really need to get a win here if they're going to make the playoffs. And then they've got a tough uh, game right out of the bye. So I-, I just lean. I think this will be a close game. I think Steelers covered spread. Isn't it interesting that we are expecting a close game here? I think all of us are. Now, I'm backing the Steelers to win this thing outright, plus 120 payout Mm -hmm. has value as far as the money line is concerned. But isn't it interesting that we're expecting a close game, but we don't trust Najee Harris? Don't we have to trust the Steelers' ground game a little bit to believe this game to be close? Or is it something where they're going to be, you know, going back and forth, you know, trading blows? Because, yeah, this Jaguars defense, like, I trust Josh Allen. Like, he's been a pressure machine this season. But do you trust everyone else? I don't know. Do we think that this Jaguars secondary is going to play at a high level? Is it going to continue that way against Deontay Johnson and George Pickens and company? I don't know about this. I might venture to trust, and it's a dangerous proposition, I know, but I might trust Kenny Pickett just a little bit more. Like that second half performance against the Rams, that was really, really impressive. And I think mm-hmm. it's mentioning the stat line one more time that we need to you know, emphasize here. 11 of 12, 152 yards, completion percentage over expected of 18.9%. And this was all without the help of play action. Kenny Pickett has been good against single high safety coverages. And even though I like the under Najee Harris 41 and a half rushing yards, I do think that Pickett can do enough to win this game. Yeah. And it's like, are, are you, we, is the market going too far on the Jacksonville side too? They've got a four game winning streak. You give them credit for that. They win the two London games. Then they played a divisional matchup against the Colts. They lose in the box score, but then they end up winning in the game. They run away with it. They get a win last week under the lights when it was a question about Trevor Lawrence even playing in that game against a tough defense in New Orleans. They've got a tough defense in Pittsburgh. You know, before the season, what were the exp- which team was expected to be better? I would say Jacksonville. Would you guys agree with that? Sure. Of course. I would. Yeah. Well, well because the, of what happened the, last year, the playoff run, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Pittsburgh, they're, oh, they'll be around 500. Okay, well, it's they're up to a 4-2 right. start, even though they have a negative point differential right now. I, I'm not putting too much into it. I'm just saying, like, where it's going. So before the season, the number on this was Pittsburgh favored by one at home, right? And now it's been Jacksonville minus a field goal. At the moment, it's now two and a half everywhere. I think it's a, it's a good time. You would think, oh, Maybe you sell on the Steelers, but no, they're at home, the underdog, because of their opponent. It's actually probably a good time to sell on the opponent coming in as the favorite in this spot. Real quick, I'll play devil's advocate. And I know know you guys want to say it's a Jags thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Pretend it's It's a Jags Name the team something else. Name the team something else. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all that stuff about Kenny Pickett is great. The Rams defense is not good. 20th ranked DVOA and EPA per play, fifth worst tackling grade, second worst coverage grade. It doesn't matter what coverage they play. 
So, yes, the Steelers offense looked good. You're going against the top 10 defense in Jacksonville. A little bit different. I'm not going to I'm not going to make the case for Steelers for, for the Jags if it gets to three. Inside of three, I will be betting the Jags. I bet the Jags minus two and a half. All of a sudden, Matt Canada is legit. Uh, Josh Allen, we talked about him, second most pressures in the NFL. Pittsburgh has the second worst pass yeah. blocking grade, bottom five pressure rate allow- allowed. Uh, he's got talked about Allen yesterday, second most pressures in the NFL. He could wreck this game. And the Jags defense, buy him or not buy him, they're a top 10 passing defense. And we know the Steelers can't run the ball. And we just heard John Daigle talk about it, Travis Etienne against this run defense. He could have a really big game. Inside of three, it's a play on the Jags for me. I know the entire world is going to be Tomlin, home dog, all that. And I hear I know. what you guys are it's saying, scary. but I'm going to go the other yeah. way. I'm going the other way. Well, yep. well, one thing that did, like, I thought about is the two games the Steelers have lost, they did get smashed. 30-7 to seven by the Niners and 30-6 to six by the Texans. All of the other games have been close games. So it's like, is are the Jags going to smash him? <laughs> are they due? Kenny Pickett? Third highest bad ball rate in the league. Just putting that yeah, out woo. there. I, honestly, I would stay away from the teaser side. Because I, to Aaron's point, I think this could either be a blowout or a Steelers win outright. I just I don't want to play the play Steelers mm-hmm. plus three or money line, whatever. I wouldn't mess around with the teaser leg. Oh, fair enough. I don't see I don't see a blowout. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Either way, Joe? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Close game I, regardless. Okay. I, I, I think it's a Fair good enough. teaser spot. With a total of 41. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Let's see how quickly we can get through Saints at Colts because uh, this one is gross. <laughs> uh, the Saints are one-point favorites. Totals 43 and a half. And, folks, this is the third most bet over at BetMGM. We are expecting a lot of points in this one, Joe. I mean, whatever. I mean, this is the one game that I'll circle and say, like, I, I don't have a side total prop. Like, I, I can make a case for a lot of different things, but not not really in this one. Okay, Minshew, seven turnovers the last two games. This guy stinks. We know that. The more we see of him, the worse it's going to get. It's a You want to trust Carr? Carr is a favorite. I know it's a short favorite. He's awful. Awful. Raiders, Saints. He still isn't covered as a favorite being with the Saints. This is going to be seventh time he's probably going to go off as a favorite. So I, I don't trust either team. I don't like anything. And then the Colts at home, they find ways to put up points. Look at what they did last week against Cleveland, by far the best defense in the league. I want nothing to do with this game. I want nothing to do with it. With so many games going on at the same time, I am not even going to say that I'm going to sit back and watch because there's a chance that I'm not watching any of this game. It's just that, that game for me of the week, 
where I have very little interest. Same. I hope uh, Scott Hansen doesn't go to it much uh, on Red Zone. I have no interest either. Even if the Colts I... went outright, there's really no value. I just don't care. Derek Carr's whining like a baby. His emotions are taking oh over. There seems to be a lack of chemistry, but yeah. then it looks like maybe they figured things out a little bit in the second half. It's like, I have no idea what to make of this team. So pass for me, Ed. The optics between Carr and Olave make me really nervous. The numbers certainly suggest that Olave could have a bounce back game in here, but the optics do make me, uh, you know, really apprehensive betting on that. I do have a gross prop I like in this game. Alvin Kamara is getting the ball too often, but I think that's in large part because they just don't trust Derek Carr in the deep ball. They just don't. And so Kamara's getting the ball a good bit. The problem is he's averaging just 2.6 yards per carry after contact or before contact, 2.6 yards per carry before contact. That's bottom 15 in the league. So the scheme doesn't work and Kamara's still getting the ball. So I wonder if someone else will be getting those carries because they don't trust the passing game. And that's where I think Taysom Hill comes in. Over 10 and a half rushing yards. That one I love because he'll get it in short yardage situations. Maybe it's the Saints version of the tush push. I don't know. But maybe he breaks free a couple of times so that he's alleviating the workload from Kamara. So give me that one uh, as gross as that one might be. Let's move on now to the Patriots and the Dolphins. Miami, nine and a half point favorites. The total has moved up to 47. Joe, this is the most bet under at BetMGM. And we have the second most popular money line dog in the Patriots at plus 350. We all believe in Mac Jones, right? We're going to do it again. Patriots pull off the upset as a massive underdog in a divisional matchup. I would bet no on that. That that would be a hard no for me. Look, I mean, the Dolphins are getting healthier, and that is key. Mostert goes from a no practice to a limited yesterday. Tyreek says to the media, I'm playing, guys. Don't worry. He goes from a no practice to a limited on Thursday. I expect him to be to be in. Uh, strange, strange stuff going on in this one. Like, there's this fake news story on Jalen Ramsey. He's like, guys, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not playing, so you can get that out of your head. <laughs> that was out there yesterday, so a lot going on. Um, two has been great against Belichick defenses. Two was awesome at home. He's 15 and five against the spread at home. This is a bounce back spot before the big trip to London for the Dolphins Chiefs game next week, which I'm sure that we are going to spend much of the week discussing. Can't wait for it. But the Dolphins don't want to go there. Uh, losing back-to-back games here. I mean, yeah, I expect I expect that bounce back. Now that it looks like it's going to be Mostert, now that it looks like it's going to be Tyreek, I trust that. Mac Jones straight up outplayed Josh Allen last week. Do we think he's going to run it back and now he's going to outplay two in this offense? I don't think so. Uh, it was a seven-point game the last time they played, but this time in Miami, I'm expecting a different result. They knocked it out of teaser range. If I'm doing anything in this one, I would lay the lumber with the Dolphins. Wow. It's a big number. But, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins won the first matchup. They're going to win it again. I just don't think the Patriots have the personnel to keep up with this really fast, speedy Dolphins team. I'm probably not going to bet the spread, but I don't see any way that the Patriots upset the Dolphins here. 
I don't at all either, but I am backing the Patriots to cover the number. I think it's just too big here in large part because, yeah, Miami's offense is spectacular, but I don't know if they do the things necessary to cover really large spreads. If you're looking at which teams play up-tempo to where we have more possessions and drives, it's actually the Patriots who resort to no huddle more often. 13.1% per NFLO versus the Dolphins, 4.5%. Tyreek Hill may not be 100%. That's a really important deal. And look, the Pats exploited a divisional matchup already. I'm not expecting them to beat the Dolphins on the road. Not at all. But I do think, though, that this is a slower-paced game to where there aren't going to be the opportunities for the Dolphins to cover the number. And so that's the one reason. My model has this as Dolphins minus 8.1. I do think Tua's longest completion will be over 38 and a half yards. That one makes a whole lot of sense to me here. But otherwise, there aren't too many plays that I like here, Joe. I want to see what the number is on Mostert. Nothing's been posted on rushing yards for him because, obviously, we, are, we don't know what's going to happen with limited practice, but I expect him to be in there. Uh, watch out for him. When they played back in week two, they they didn't quite trust the rookie A-chan. Obviously, before the injury, before he started uh, going off, it was mostly Mostert. And he had 18 carries, 121 yards, and two touchdowns in that matchup. Now, the touchdown prop is way too juice. That's not something you want to take take a look at. You know, maybe two touchdowns. That's plus 650. It's a rogue plus 650 out there. The price is all over the place. But I'm curious what the, uh, what the rushing yards prop is going to be. I don't think the Dolphins offense is going to be held to 45 rushing yards again. 